Welcome to the Fostering Change Podcast, Season 3. I'm Rob Shear, the founder of Comfort Cases and your host. Together, we have made such a difference in the world. We've met with leaders and change makers in the foster care system. We've met with charities and philanthropists, celebrities, authors, and so much more. We'll continue to bring you guests who will share how together, as a community, we can bring about change. Welcome once again to Fostering Change. Well, you know, it's hard to believe we are here with another episode of Fostering Change. And oh my gosh, half of the year is already gone. You know, I actually get so excited when I get to interview people that I truly do consider my friend. And there's nothing better when your friend is such an amazing human. Listen, I want to talk about a little bit of something on my next guest, and she doesn't even know that I'm actually going to bring this up. But, you know, as I was doing some research, I, you know, a lot of times I know my friends and I know all the wonderful things they do, but I have got to read this one particular paragraph that I heard and read and found out about about my next guest. Number one, you want to talk about the definition of selflessness, someone who is not selfless, someone who doesn't look at themselves but wants the world to be better? Listen to this. Not only has she been a, a foster parent, she has adopted um, out of foster care. She has also been an ambassador for child abuse and treatment organization, Child Help. You hear me talk about Child Help all the time. Amazing organization. Hold on. She doesn't stop there. She does Project Orphans. She doesn't stop there. She is also at uh, Olive Crest. She also helps with the Dave Thomas Foundation, the Thirst Project, the Los Angeles Mission, Oneless, A21, Children of the Night, Oh my gosh, my next guest, Jen Lilly, my friend, Jen, I am telling you, when I read all of those things that you're involved with, can you please explain to me how you have time to be a mother and make movies? <laughs> uh, I was thinking about that today while I was drying my hair for this <laughs> interview. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? I don't know that I always balance it well, but I mean, you know, Rob, you're, I think, just as busy and you just kind of take things in the moment as they come and you prepare as much as you can and then you just keep going well let me tell you you have been really busy I know that you know I I've seen it in the news and in print where you know you've signed a new contract with you know GAC family and you've got some new movies that you've lined up that you're going to start filming but you've got a really really important thing that's getting ready to happen or that you know by the time this airs has happened is you're having a baby yes yeah, any day now. Yeah. And so this is this is um your fourth child. Hmm. And so you and your husband, you actually um you and Jason, you adopted two boys, okay? Now, I have a couple of questions about that. Did you did you adopt the two boys not thinking that you were going to get pregnant or be pregnant or you know, you just decided you wanted to adopt? Well, um, I mean, you're familiar with foster care, extremely familiar with foster care. No, I always knew I could get pregnant. It, it's the problem for me is like trying to not get pregnant. Like surprise, this was a huge surprise. So, um, <laughs> I mean, my husband like looks at me and I can just be pregnant. So no, that was not the goal. I didn't ever think that we would be permanent parents. Actually. I just have such a heart for foster care and, you know, for the whole picture of foster care for reunification, for family restoration, for really coming alongside 
especially the moms, because as you know, foster care has such a a side-by-side correlation with domestic violence. So I have a really um, huge heart for the moms of the children in foster care. And so, no, we thought we would just basically contribute to society. When the child moved on, we would, you know, mourn and go to Europe and be like the cool single parents, you know, uh, you know, foster parents and, and nothing else. And of course, God and life had different plans. And Caden, our son, who's almost six, Oh, he'll be six by the time it's airs. He, he was our first placement. And I mean, we were absolutely delighted and honored to be able to adopt him. That was not our initial goal. Of course, it became our goal just because, as you know, um, you know, children who, who are in foster care, who go through the termination of parental rights procedure in courts. I mean, if it gets to that point, you're really talking about a serious situation where, the child is facing imminent death or further abuse. And it's just not a good idea for them to reunify because that is the goal. Um, so obviously we were relieved beyond, you know, any descriptive words I could give you to be able to adopt him. And then Jeffrey is his half brother, same mom. So we were really delighted about that. And um, so adoption became our goal, but it wasn't like what we set out to do. Yeah, very much like Reese and I. I mean, you know, when, you know, being parents of five kids, you know, um, it was always reunification is when they arrived. But just like you said, I mean, it not all the time does it happen and not all the time is it the right thing for the child. And so, you know, we've been lucky that, you know, we have adopted, you know, our first two placements, we adopted our second two placements, we adopted. And then to, to you know, in 2019 to have an 18 year old who now we have adopted um, is kind of crazy you know so you're now having um a little one and um you know one of the things i've you know i all my kids are adopted and i really people ask this question quite often and i want to ask this question so you know jen with reese and i all five of our kids are adopted to foster care so we didn't experience the fact of actually having you know as they say biological children and i i i have a feeling i know what your answer is going to be and jason's answer would be the same but did you did you feel any difference you know when when the boys came and then you had your daughter was it just how did that feel it's no different at all and and it was such a relief to me because I remember when I was pregnant with my daughter, Julie, which was planned because I was like going to be 35. I got pregnant at 34 and it was one of those things when we got Jeffrey, Jason and I had a real discussion, you know, hey, we, now that we are parents, you might as well, I mean, if you're already drowning in the parenting game, you might as well throw in another kid. And so I had wanted to experience pregnancy because it's a really cool thing that a woman's body can do. I mean, pregnancy and breastfeeding, super cool, super weird, you know, it was just a bucket list item for me that I decided I'd go ahead and check off. So with Julie, I remember being pregnant with Julie and people would ask me that, like, are you afraid that you're going to love your daughter more than your boys? And I was like, well, God, I hope not. No, not at all. And, you know, especially during this pregnancy, which has been so uncomfortable. I mean, it's been, (laughs) it's been night and day different. Like it's been a really hard pregnancy. Um, I've told Caden, my, my oldest son, I've told him a couple of times, like I'll be sitting there like choking back Tums cause I have heartburn and I can't move. And I'm having like Braxton Hicks from hell and things like that. And I'm like, buddy, do you know why mommy loves you so much? One of the reasons I love you so much is that you didn't do this to me because he'll sit beside me and be like, it's okay, mommy. And I'm like, I think I love you more. And I mean, I joke about that, but it's, it's kind of true. It's like, 
my gosh, like what a biological baby does to your body. And then like, don't even get me started on postpartum. So yeah, no, not at all. Like if anything, I am judging my girls harder. Cause like they took a toll on me. Well, <laughs> I don't have like to tell me. you something. I love how open you are on social media. I, I follow you on social media as do thousands and thousands and thousands of other people. And I love how open you are. You know, the whole thing where, you know, you're doing the dates thing right now where you're having to drink and, and how you said you, you did it for the other pregnancy, but you're not going to do it for this pregnancy. But did, then you're sitting there and you're doing the dates juice and stuff. And so I just, I just love you. You know what, Jen? You've always been such an open book and, you know, that to me is truly what a good human is. You know, I see that you have your sweatshirt on, which by the way, um, I should have worn my shirt today. Um, I love, love, love this. So guys, for those of you who don't remember, and I don't know how you can't because it was such an amazing event. Last year, my amazing friend Jen reached out and said, hey, you know, they want to do this Christmas is not canceled. They've done it before this, you know, Camp Christmas in July, and they wanted comfort cases to be a part of it. And of course, you know, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Well, what an amazing event that was, Jen. You know, how, how, how much at the end of the day, I think we, your goal was 2,121 backpacks filled with school supplies for kids. Um, but we, we crushed that number. Yeah, it was 2,021 for, two, for the 2021. Yeah, And I think we ended up doing... 3,700? Yeah, yep, yep, 3,700. Backpack full of school supplies for children who are either um, experiencing foster care or who are at risk of entering the foster care system. Um, and I mean, Rob, you know, you can speak a lot to that, but basically the reason behind that is while you and I both agree that no person is a statistic, children who are experiencing foster care often aren't always in the best home situation or, you know, um, 90% of children who go through foster care have, have changed schools five times by fifth grade. And so it's, I can't even imagine how difficult it would be to continue my education and comprehension and confidence with all of these things stacked against me. And so we came together um, and we're doing it again this summer to give these children the school supplies um, that they need to have a successful school year to set them up and to also let them know and quality school supplies, yes. not hand-me-downs, brand new things to let them know that, um, you know, we see them like every other child. They are dreamers. They were created on purpose and for a purpose um, and they deserve every chance at life. And they're already such champions for, you know, going through what they've gone through and just enduring it. And we really want to come alongside them and, and say, listen, people who don't even know you believe in you. So that's, uh, that's one of the goals of Christmas is not canceled partnership with comfort. Cases. Oh my gosh. I love it. Listen, guys, we're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we are actually going to talk about how you can actually get involved as well. You know, um, I will have to say, I was so excited. Um, you know, before we cut for a break, Jen, I was so excited. The, you do these amazing giveaways, by the way. And by the way, everybody, I'm telling you right now, go to the website. You still have time. Sign up. They give amazing giveaways. But we're going to talk when we get back about the giveaway where you had lunch 
with the the person which was so unbelievable that you shared on that social media everybody we'll be right back and again thank you so much for tuning in on all the podcast platforms and watching us on youtube and stay tuned to see how you can be a part of this amazing camp christmas um in july and also christmas is not canceled see you soon so, hey, Jen, you know, I am so excited about that sweatshirt that you have on. Can you tell all of our viewers and listeners exactly how they can get one and how can they be a part of Christmas is Not Canceled? Yeah, they can just go to ChristmasIsNotCanceled.com. Check out our merchandise. All of it supports children in need. Join camp. Give a backpack to a child who is experiencing foster care. And let's change the world together. I love that. So again, everybody, go to christmasisnotcanceled.com and you be a part of camp because there is nothing better than going to camp with your friends. Take care. Well, you know what? There's nothing I love more than a good conversation, especially when you're having a good conversation that's going to bring about change, about change. You know, before we took the break, um, Jen, you made the comment about how kids um, who are in our foster care system, how they're moved from school to school and how they are not truly given quality school supplies. First of all, you know, schools have been cut so much that they don't have them. The teachers don't have them sitting in the, I know when I was a kid in school, you know, if I needed a pencil, I walk up to the desk to Mr. Bradley, say I needed a pencil and he would have boxes of them. But for some reason, we don't have that any longer. So you have decided along with your your business partner, you guys have decided that you're going to make sure that children who are entering foster care or who are at risk coming into the system are actually not only going to get a backpack, but they're going to get a backpack full of quality supplies. Now, this is going to be happening on the 29th of July at the National Center here in Rockville, Maryland. Um, and by the way, for those of you who are listening, we are going to have sign-up sheets. We, we want you here. We want you doing like last year and packing cases because it's so, so important that these backpacks get packed because then we got to get them shipped out and sent them to all over. And by the way, I got to tell you a surprise, Jen. I've already had people who received the backpacks last year have already reached out to me asking, could they be on the list to get the, the, but they said they've never received such quality. The District of Columbia, which has so many children, reached out to me and said, please, can you make sure you save us some of the backpacks that, you know, Jen and her team did because those were the best backpacks. So how do they find out about this? Oh, that's amazing. I'm so excited about that, Rob. I have to respond to that first because it's just, that's incredible. And you know, it's what keeps you going when you're nine months pregnant and like, what am I doing with other kids and have other careers? But I mean, you know, eventually I want to make this like a whole national, I mean, it is a national campaign, but I want to make it way more than 2000 backpacks, you know, that we're doing every year constantly. So right for right now, people can go to Christmas is not canceled. Dot com. And this year when they join, so we do a really fun thing called Camp Christmas in July, and that's our theme. And this year we're doing like a groovy theme. It's very late 60s, early 70s. It's all feel good. Um, and when people join our virtual camp, which is weekly Zoom meetings um, where you get to interact with me and a lot of other favorite celebrities. Like we have s'mores date night with the hunks by the fire. We have a slumber party with the darlings. You know, we have game night, 
We have DIY craft night. And so it's this virtual camp that people participate in each week. And um, when they join camp, this is a new thing this year. Instead of making the backpack separate on our website, when you join camp, you automatically give a backpack filled with school supplies um, to comfort cases. So, and, and then of course, to a child um, who is experiencing foster care. So that's one of the easiest ways to give that's super fun. And also um, anytime you give a backpack, which we also have those separately, you can give school supplies, you can give a backpack, you can shop our merch, anything that you do on the site does give back. But when you do anything on our website, you also get entered to win the ultimate Christmas in July. So we have a lot of amazing prizes. We have weekly giveaways. We have lots of random giveaways. And again, so it's a really fun way to support charity, interact with your favorite celebrities. And, and I will tell you, you have some amazing celebrities that were last year, and I know they're going to be back. Um, yes. But what I loved is I saw on social media just recently where the, the woman who won having lunch with you, you know, um, that, oh, you know, tell me about that. How, I mean, that was just you know, I could see you get a little choked up there, you know, but that, that was, that was a good one. It was amazing. And I, I, I know this October, so we had two winners who won a stay at the Christmas Inn in Pigeon Forge, and then they also got to have dinner with me. But our grand prize winner, it was amazing because she, um, she got involved in, in the summer last year because she and her sister, uh, their mom died of, cancer when they she was about eight and her sister was four and they didn't end up going into foster care but I'm like yes you did she got uh her dad who was estranged took custody of her and her sister and um he was a satanist and he tortured them and all sorts of stuff and then she found her dad had committed suicide so then they you know cps got she and she was the one that found her dad and then um so Child Protective Services got called and they called her aunt who became her adoptive mother and was like, you have 24 hours to get here and take these two girls. And so of course her aunt and uncle dropped everything that they had. I mean, that was the mom's sister and adopted them. But she, so she's like, so I just wanted to get involved because, you know, I almost entered foster care and I'm like, girl, no, you experienced, yeah. you experienced what children in, in foster care often experience. Um, don't discredit your experience as, you know, and, and that's what we want to stop. You know, we want to stop this child abuse and we want to um, educate children on how they can get help and, and get intervention. So anyway, it was, yeah. it was just incredible to hear her story. And now she's a therapist and she's a mental therapist and she works with children in foster care. And, and the funniest thing is when she, when she entered, she didn't even know she was entering to win anything other than a balsam hill tree. She just wanted a balsam hill Christmas tree. That was all she wanted. And she mainly just wanted to give a backpack to a child in foster care um, because she had a personal connection with it. So she was like, I had no idea. I got like vacations and cash and, you know, all these things. And I was like, that's so awesome that she had no idea. Yeah. I love the connection of that. I love the fact of, you know, here she was, you know, someone who, and I, and I agree with you, you know, people have to start realizing that, that 
many, many, many kids experience foster care doesn't mean that they had a social worker. So so people need to understand there are different levels of foster care throughout our country and it's still happening. And, you know, and so, but for her to experience that, you know, tragic that she's experiencing and then to give back the way she's giving back, you know, but somebody couldn't deserve it more than she did. To, to I know. Be, you know, couldn't deserve it but more. And, you know, I bet that was like amazing lunch. Now, I've got to ask one more question before we get back to, I saw another social media post, you are eight months pregnant, once again, out there helping, you know, other organizations at Child Help, and I'm telling you, you had those heels on, you were stunning, you were beautiful, and I'm saying to myself, how in the world does she do this? It's like, you know, so Child Help is a really, really big organization, which, by the way, I can't say enough about them. They donate to our charity every single month, every single month. I mean, that's so unusual for charities to give to other charities. But Child Help helps our charity because they know it's at that stepping stone. You know, I, I, can you talk a little bit about Child Help and how important it is for you for their mission? Sure. Yeah. You know, one of the reasons I love supporting comfort cases and child help is because you guys are the real deal. And one of the ways you can tell a charity's real deal is that you actually do want to conquer the issue and not just the get the PR of being some charity, you know, like your hearts and your and your money and your mouth and all the things that you stand for are always in the right place. So I love that you guys have a partnership. Child Help's been around for a little over 60 years. Um, they've they're coming up on almost having rescued. 12 million U.S. children from child abuse and neglect. Um, they have a lot of programs. They, they're the 1-800-4-A-CHILD uh, child abuse hotline that um, connects children or caretakers with counselors 24-7, 365 in over 70 languages. It might even be 170 languages. You can call at any time, toll free, and they can get counseling. And then, of course, if the child's in imminent danger, then they... Um, immediately patch it through to 911 and, and rescue those children. They have, um, they do a lot with legislation. So they're the reason that April is National Child Abuse Prevention Month. I believe they might also be responsible for May being Foster Care Awareness Month and Adoption Month. Wait, maybe the fall is Adoption Month. Right, That's right. amazing. And then they also have these villages um, where one of the reasons they got started was because, you know, <laughs> There are so many levels of abuse that go on um, with child abuse. And when a child has um, experienced home to home to home, abuse to abuse to abuse to abuse, there's a lot of mental, of course, emotional, spiritual breakdown that happens of that child. Um, and they take on the cases that is essentially the, the FBI and the CIA um, say, you know, back in the I believe it was the 70s, before Child Help existed and started their, their village program, um, they would just send those kids to juvenile delinquent centers because they didn't know what to do with them because they were like, well, they need to be locked up. And Child Help was like, well, that's ridiculous. You can, we believe that the love of a child can heal a child. So they have these therapeutic villages in California and Virginia, um, and they have a national advocacy center in Arizona where the child essentially it's like a psych ward, but they're living in cottages. They're living in the family setting. They're getting all the therapy that they could possibly need. I mean, things I didn't even think of that could be therapy, they thought of and made them therapy. And so they take these children who, who have been discarded by society as like they're unrehabilitable, you know, 
these children are nine. They, they grew up in a cage. They think they're dogs. Um, they cannot function in society and child helps like give us a go. And, and, and so many times these children go on to becoming like teachers and doctors and lawyers and senators and just all these successful things. So what they do is truly life-changing and incredible. They do it on so many levels. And then they're still partnering with awesome charities like Comfort Cases to want to get involved in that arena too. So I really love them. And I'm also a foster and adoptive parent. They have a foster and adoptive certification program. And that's how Jason and I are certified. Yeah, I absolutely love them. And let me tell you, they truly, they walk the walk and talk the talk. And um, let me tell you, um, we would not have been able to get, you know, 25,000 cases out last year if it wasn't for their help. So we love them. We love to, you know, toot their horn anytime they can because they are so, so unbelievably humble. So listen, everybody, this has been an amazing conversation. But now I need you to do what you all do best. You're all doers. Remind you, the world goes around because the doers push it and they push it. And now I need you to push this. I need you to please go to christmasisnotcanceled.com. You still have time. You still have time to donate. You still have time to get some really cool swag. By the way, you know you're going to be seeing me all over social media. I'm going to have my swag on. I'm going to be talking about it. It's a big event. It's on July the 29th. We are going to make sure that these kids get the quality back to school supplies that they need to start their future. And remember, I say that it's often, look into a child's eyes, really look into a child's eyes. And when you do, guess what you see? Your future, your future. So you need to make sure you start them out right. Jen, thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for this amazing, amazing opportunity to partner with you again. And I can't wait to see the smiles on the faces as social workers pull up to get these cases and also all the letters that they've been sharing. We will share them with you. Everyone, again, this is another amazing episode of Fostering Change. If you have any questions, you can always reach out, as I said, to christmasisnotcanceled.com. There's tons of information there. Please join the Camp Christmas in July. You are not going to regret that whatsoever. And just remember, every time you give, a child gets. Okay? So what other better gift is that? Okay? Thank you so much. And everyone, have an amazing rest of your week. I want to say thank you to each and every one of you for listening or watching the latest episode of Fostering Change. All of us on our team hope that you've learned something new today and have been inspired to be a good human. Now, just a reminder that you can always find Fostering Change on your favorite channels on Google, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and others including, of course, comfortcases.org. I want to give a big thank you to all of you for joining us each and every week. And a reminder that if you have a suggestion for a guest, or maybe you might have a question about today's podcast, or are interested in becoming a sponsor of Fostering Change, please don't hesitate to email me personally at fosteringchange@comfortcases.org. Now, that's it for now. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Take care.